welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. Hey friends, so if you have been listening to us, you know that normally we like to start our episodes lighthearted and a little funny. Um, Today, though, we have a real world subject that is very important to us to cover. So uh, we could probably dedicate a full episode to this, to be honest. But recent events have brought things a little closer to the surface. And we just kind of wanted to address this head on. Yeah, when these types of things happen in the real world, they are just that they're real. Uh, We never know when life is gonna throw us a curveball. And I feel like plenty of our listeners will sadly be able to relate to what has happened in Courtney's very, very, very small town. You know, living in a small town, things happen. They always just feel a little harder. You know, I lived in Vegas before coming here. And, you know, there's crime, there's things that happen, but nothing ever really hits as hard as it does here. Um, A mother took her own life recently. And by the time this podcast airs, it's probably going to be about a month. And um, I won't go into further details about her because, frankly, I, I didn't know her and I didn't know her story. What I do know is that we as a society, we just need to do better. I agree. It's so easy to be selfish and only worry about ourselves. It takes work to look beyond yourself and care about others. I know that's so sad to say, but it's very, very true. I know... Um, you know, I don't, I don't really mean to sound mean, but you know, there it is. You have to make a conscious effort to think about other people. We all know this. Sadly, some people only care once it's too late. And sadly, that is the majority of us. I hate to say that we become too comfortable in our own worlds that it takes something big like this event to, to make us all pause and think, wow, like what did it, what what happened in this woman's life to get her to this point? And, you know, we all feel sadness. I don't know this woman either. I mean, obviously, I don't live where Courtney's at in her small, small, small town. <laughs> but, you know, um, the things that Courtney has told me about the community is beautiful, that they've all come together and they have... Um, you know, it's just sad that the community, and I'm not talking trash on the community at all, but it's too bad that that community wasn't there to begin with. But you just never know because, again, we get lost in our own shit. It just happens, you know? Yeah. And though I never had to suffer from postpartum myself, and I'm not saying specifically that that's what this was, but it kind of sounds like it must, you know, it was probably similar to this or some sort of depression. Um, I have known other mothers that have been stricken with it. And the fact of the matter is, is that the stigma around mental health in this country needs to change. And frankly, the way that that needs to happen is with us. The first step is ours, friends. The first step that to take charge and make this better for people is our step as yourself you your friends your groups you need to make it better right and speaking from not a medical platform (laughs) but from a very honest place i can tell you firsthand that depression is real and it's not something that you can just snap out of uh having the right friends in your life is huge and depending on how deep your depression really is 
I say you should seek out professional help. You owe it to yourself to understand why you feel the way that you do and overcome it because mental health in itself is such a dynamic thing and it's so hard to comprehend, you know, whatever Courtney's feeling and how she feels it is not going to be the same how I would feel in the same situation. We're all wired so differently that you have to seek help. That's true. Um, I'm going to read a post from a good friend of ours that actually, uh, she also lives in my small town. And so she posted this uh, after we um, found out about what happened. So her post goes like this. Um, Today, a mother in our community took her own life. I think what's heartbreaking is knowing exactly how far she had to feel to actually end her life and not feel like she could reach out to anyone. Postpartum, no matter if it's right after birth or years after, is a real issue that needs to be talked about. Mothers are expected to be everything. And when we break, then and only then, that's when people listen. Why does it take us to to need to snap for our spouse to offer to help more or our family member to offer some help? There is so much chemically and physically that changes in a mother after we give birth. And it's not just the same across the board. There are different levels of depression. We go through that. uh, It may seem like a roller coaster. Just understand there are ways you can help, even though it may seem like nothing to you. We are losing mothers to postpartum depression, and we need to help end this stigma. Call them. Reach out. Offer help. Listen. Sometimes we will have to brave, brave have to have a brave face to get everyone else through the day and keep falling uh, and to keep from falling into a deep, darker place at the same time. Sorry, I can't talk. I'm even reading and I can't do this. <laughs> and if this sounds like you, please reach out. You have so many that would help you. Just you just need to let them know what is needed. You are not alone. Yeah, that post was so powerful when I read it. And I'm so glad that our friend agreed to let us read it on our podcast. You know, I hope by us sharing this story that it strikes a chord with someone and lets them know that there is help and love and you truly are not alone. You're not alone, friend. Hear me on that one. You are needed and wanted and you are enough. It's super important to me to highlight one step um, and help, and that is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. You'll see it everywhere, but I'm just going to say it again. That number is 1-800-273-8255. You are not alone. If you hear anything we say, hear that. You are not alone in this life. There are people that love and care. If you or someone you know is suicidal, please call the 800 number. Please reach out to those around you. No matter how you feel now, trust me when I say this world is better and more beautiful with you in it. Damn, friend, that was so well said. Very (laughs) nice. Very nice. Um, So let's turn the volume down on the seriousness and get into the subject of our podcast. But first, the intros. I will go first because I'm the queen. (laughs) Oh, queen. Queen B just walked in. Yes, I did. I just put my tiara on. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to the king of my heart for 10-ish years. I love guacamole and Taco Tuesdays. Yes. Oh, my God. Taco Tuesday. Oh, my God, and it is Tuesday. What? what? You're welcome. <laughs> I need to go. It's time for tacos. Oh, my gosh. It sounds great. I think parenting is easier at night uh, because, let's be honest, kids sleep for like eight-ish hours a night, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, I'm Courtney, working mom and wife. Uh, I go into each day knowing it's a war, and I rarely win by bedtime. But good news is I always get another chance the next day to conquer the world of my three evil little minions. 
But really, like, who am I kidding? I'm lucky if I get to control the TV remote at, like, any point during the day. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's my life. Um, So today we're going to be all full of the loves. And that can only mean a conversation about Valentine's Day. Now, I don't know about the rest of you all, but my husband absolutely refuses, refuses to celebrate Valentine's Day. What about you, Paris? Yeah, we are way behind, right? Like, this airs. (laughs) after valentine's doesn't it whatever oh man we suck sorry (laughs) (laughs) just a few days it's only been a few days yeah well still okay well you're gonna find out why we're super late on the subject because we really don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) you know um i'm not even sure why we even agreed to do this but it was fucking Courtney's idea. I'm putting it out there. It was her fucking idea. Oh, sure. So um, Roll the bus right over my head. Thanks. You know, here's the thing about Valentine's Day. This is all you need to know. I love my husband. The end. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need a Hallmark, you know, holiday to salute the motherfucker on a special day is all I'm saying. You know, I love you, babe. You're welcome. Your gift is me. Ta-da! Oh Jesus. Okay, first of all, you agreed because we do holiday episodes and apparently Valentine's Day is a holiday. I mean, basically a Hallmark one, but still. Okay, fine. You know, I can get down with the red and the pink shit. I really can. But I hate crowds and that's the fucking worst day of the year to try to have a romantic dinner, you know, with every other asshole who is also trying to have a, you know, pre-sex dinner. Because we know that that's what it really is. You know that's what it is. But once we're married, do we actually get dinner before sex every single time? No. No, No. but sometimes there's ice cream after sex. I do enjoy that. (laughs) How do you get ice cream? I'm pretty sure my husband passes out. See, I can't. I have to stay awake. Okay, that's funny. Oh, like, let me put on Netflix. It doesn't matter what time of night, too. Okay? Nope. I can't sleep I'm like, let me put on the Netflix. I think maybe it's a a chick thing. It must be because my husband's like, out. Gonzo. He's like, I'm done. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm on a Netflix binge now. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But here's my point to this, because my husband swears that it's only a Hallmark created holiday. But there is a real origin to this day. I was even able to find an explanation on Britannica.com. That's like a smart website. Like totally smart. (laughs) It's smart. (laughs) We're not talking about Wikipedia, which, friends, I'm not saying Wikipedia is not smart. But let's be honest, anyone can put shit on there. So this is like verified shit. So the holiday actually has origins. And this is where I find it to be kind of funny. Uh, The holiday has origins in the Roman festival of Lupercalia or Lupercalia, I think. Um, But it was held in mid-February. The festival, which it was celebrated to be like the coming of spring and included fertility rites. And here's the great part. The pairing off of women with men by lottery. What? (laughs) How romantic is that? That's awesome, right? Oh my gosh. But at the end of the 5th century, Pope Glacius, I'm thinking I'm saying his name the right way. I don't know, the first. He replaced uh, Lupercalia with St. Valentine's Day. And so then it came to be celebrated as a day of romance from about the 14th century. So they went from women being paired with men by lottery to romance. But it took like nine centuries. So obviously there was probably some ramp up to that romantic part (laughs) where men didn't have to buy into a lottery to get a chick. Because back then, clearly, men couldn't get laid by taking women out to dinner. They had to enter a lottery for this shit. Wow. Yeah. And the 14th century, like... Shit, that sounds like way before Hallmark was even thought of. Friend, it was long before Hallmark was even thought of. What fucking century are we even in now? Jesus. I... Oh, 
Speaking of the Pope, just to like totally squirrel moment, everybody, um, you got to see that Netflix movie called The Two Popes. Have you seen it? It's amazing. You are all over the place. Jesus, are you new? No. Okay, the listeners <laughs> should already know. Like we're going on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. No, I haven't seen the two popes yet, but I was wondering if it's any good because I keep seeing it. It's on Amazon, right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and just if just FYI, we're currently in the 21st century. If that helps. Oh my God. Thanks for the update. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, I'm all over the place. So you know what? The Two Popes, you should watch it. It's serious, but it gives you some good insight into um, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis. Pope Francis. And then I guess my Siri phone just decided to go off. Did you hear her? <laughs> all I, I have did. to say is serious. Is- Do you hear it? Oh, my God. No, she's I'm talking not going to say She's totally talking to okay, me. Okay, so Siri now so is just... Perdone me. I have to go deal with Siri right now. She's going <laughs> off. Oh my God, she's freaking out. Your squirrel moments are literally not at all new to me, and Siri is just helping you with that now. She so. just, honestly, she has, I'm telling you, she has my personality for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super used to it, but people listening right now might not be, so calm down. Okay, sorry, Anyway, Sorry, back on track. My bad. Turn, <laughs> yeah. Get on track. What is wrong with you? I know. Seriously. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out that this same Valentine dude was actually a real guy. But the one that inspired changing the name of the holiday, he may actually be based on two different men. What? Um, yeah. I will wait while Courtney goes and looks that shit up because I got to know more. Well, lucky for you, unlike most episodes, I actually did my research today. <laughs> this bitch. Go on. Go on, okay. Courtney. <laughs> Okay, so according to History.com, which, by the way, another super smart website. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so officially recognized by the Roman Catholic Church, St. Valentine is known to be a real person who died around A.D. 270. That's a long time ago, if you didn't know that. Yeah, it sounds, um, it sounds way old. It's super old. <laughs> but however, his true identity was questioned as early as AD 496 by Pope Glacius I, the same dude that started the, the Valentine's Day thing. Yeah, so. I was, I was going to say, I remember his name because he sounds like gelato. Right. Yeah. Gelato. Okay, now it's Pope Gelato. Okay. <laughs> um, but he referred to the martyr and his acts as being, and I put this in quotes because this is what he said apparently, being known only to God. Hmm. So in my mind, that means that nobody's actually really sure that he's a saint because he didn't do shit. <laughs> so I don't know. But one account from the 1400s describes Valentine as a temple priest who was beheaded near Damn. Rome. By- right? That That's sucks. like severe. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah beheading it sucks Mm. yeah (laughs) but it was near rome by the emperor claudius ii and he was helping christian couples wed Mm. so that's not cool like you know i now pronounce you man and wife i'm gonna go lose my head now yeah um but a different account claims that valentine was the bishop of turney also martyred by claudius ii on the outskirts of rome they don't say why he was martyred but the similarities are there of the two accounts so it's thought that they may actually refer to the same person but Hmm. there's enough confusion that surrounds the true identity of saint valentine that the catholic church discounted their like formal worship of him in 1969 so it took a long fucking time for them to decide we aren't going to worship this dude anymore it, that's a long time. That is a way long time. Yeah, long time. Like in the 1400s, they're like, we're not really sure how this guy did this. We're not going to make this decision, though, for another, what, 500 years? <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, but though his name actually does still uh, remain on a list of officially recognized saints. Well, thank God, right? <laughs> I'm saying. Don't and, you know, know history.com, they don't lie. You know, they aren't fake news. They're, they're for realsies. <laughs> and they're not like Wikipedia, where Wikipedia is like asking you for $5 donations every time you go on there. I'm like, um, no, I just want my fake news. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> hey. oh, and technically, St. Valentine, this is interesting, too, is the patron saint of beekeepers and epilepsy. I mean, beekeepers. They what? need all the blessings that they can get. Yeah, seriously, that's what he is. Because you know how each saint has something. That what a weird uh, combo! Patrons, beekeepers, right? and, epilepsy. and epilepsy. Don't uh, know. Okay, <laughs> but the beekeepers need a saint because there is no way in hell I'm going into the den of the stingers with only a net over my face to protect me. No thanks. So if there is a saint watching over them, that's great because I need my honey. Ooh, what about Valentine's Day massacre? Look that shit up for me. Of course you would go that direction. Yeah, I'm just saying. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's definitely a diff- a segue into a different part of the holiday. Damn. <laughs> so lucky for you, I did look this up. And it actually, the weird thing is, is that when I put in to search for this stuff, I put in Valentine's Day. And instead of it just being like Valentine's Day and the date of Valentine's Day, it was like the second search was the Valentine's Day massacre. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So- People are super interested in this. So the Valentine's Day massacre was in um, 1929 in Chicago. And it was when uh, seven gangsters associated with George Bugs Moran. Moran, sorry. You called him a uh, moron. He was a moron. Gangsters, whatever. (laughs) Moran, they were murdered. So the mystery around that is that Moran's gang was a longtime rival of Al Capone. And the murderers were apparently dressed as cops and lined the gangsters up and executed them. But Damn. the whole thing, yeah. So the whole thing, though, was never linked to Capone. Of course not. But so, yeah, of course not. No, they're not stupid. No. And some, like, 70 rounds were fired. I mean, that's kind of overkill. But that was also a pun intended. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Holy shit, Snack. 70 rounds is definitely not an accidental shooting. No. Like, oops, my bad. <laughs> Should I leave a note? <laughs> <laughs> We should probably cover, you know, Paris and Courtney's thoughts on Valentine's Day, don't you think? Well, I can say that they're probably not influenced by the massacre on Valentine's Day. Are you sure? (laughs) Uh, I actually didn't even know about that until you suggested I looked it up. And, of course, it was coming up in my Google searches, so I had to go find out what the hell it was. I thought it was going to actually, let's be honest, I actually thought it was going to be a lot worse. But yeah. it it was gangsters. I mean, that kind of shit happens all the time. But it happened on Valentine's Day. So it's the Valentine's Day massacre. And it, I don't know if I mentioned this, but that, oh, yeah, they were dressed as cops. But also Al Capone was in Florida, I guess, when it happened. And of when course he, he was. He needed course. a Mai Tai. Of course. He kidding he, me? Well, he needed to have some sort of, what is it called? Alibi. Uh, alibi. There we go. Thank you. I wouldn't, You're be, very good, I wouldn't be a very good murderer. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. All these things. But when he was approached. <laughs> Jesus, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney won't know how to get an alibi. <laughs> I, do, I will not know how to get away from get away with murder. So no. let's just be clear with that. No, she'll suck um, at it. <laughs> I'll suck at it. But uh, Al Capone apparently said when he was approached and asked about this murder or these murders, he said, well, that sounds exactly like how george your bugs moran would do something like that's exactly how george moran would do it and then when they question george moran or bugs moran uh he said the exact same thing about al capone he's like Hmm. that's just how al capone would kill people and 
and this is a lot of facts that I learned from just reading some articles on this. I know. Um, I just wanted to know your feelings on fucking Valentine's (laughs) Day. And then you just you're like on this whole massacre. I'm on this. No, I I know I'm obsessed with this kind of stuff. But Bugs Moran was uh, minutes away from the garage when the murder happened. He was supposed to be there. So so he was supposed to be killed. He was probably supposed to be killed, yeah. But he wasn't there on time. He was late for some reason. He couldn't use that as his damn alibi? Like, bruh, I was almost going to be killed myself. No, no, no. Bugs Moran, those are his guys. Al Capone was gone. He was in Florida. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, it takes me a second, people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, sorry. Okay, I know you want to know about what my thoughts on Valentine's Day are. They're not associated with murder. That's just, I'll just say that. But <laughs> Thank you for the update. Just letting you know. Um, but I feel like I actually screwed myself for Valentine's Day and it's my fault because I got married in February. So the mm. way my husband sees it is twofold. Number one, he is not being forced to tell me he loves me on any Hallmark holiday. He won't do it. He's like, no, fuck off. Like, I, if I want to tell you I love you, I'll do it when I feel like it. <laughs> oh and number two, um, we're only already doing some shit of celebrating, you know, our anniversary sometimes so you know basically his idea is well why do it twice we're already celebrating our love we got married so now valentine's day doesn't matter i feel like he kind of owed you this year though because you really didn't get um a true anniversary in my opinion this year yeah no it was travel basically but i mean we went to disneyland so that makes me happy no matter what even though the kids were with us this time but (laughs) Those darn kids. Damn kids, man. <laughs> and don't don't anybody tell me that Disneyland's only for children, because I will reach through this podcast and strangle you. She will. Absolutely. So Valentine's for me, I'll start way back. We'll go way, way back. All right. So when I was a kid, I loved Valentine's Day. It was my jam. I loved it because I, I still love pink and red and everything, but I just don't like the holiday itself. But, you know, I loved making my paper bag. It was always the prettiest and most sparkly one in the class, by the way. But I loved pasting, you know, those damn hearts and shit all over. And it had all the glitters. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think I was the one that used all the fucking glitter in the classroom. It got a little outrageous. So, um, but, you know, I would make the prettiest bag in hopes to get a Valentine's Day card from the boy I had a crush on, right? Which it never really occurred to me back in the day that I was inevitably going to receive a card from him because hello, we had to give cards to everybody. I think that's still true today, right? Mm -hmm. Like kids have to make sure they give one to every, every kid in the class. I think that's still a thing. So, you know, but it never occurred to me. I was just so excited when I got it. So (laughs) no, I used to love that too. Valentine's day was always so fun as a kid. Like when you're in class, that, that class setting, and everyone was forced to be nice and give everyone a Valentine. So, yeah, they, they do that now. Um, the teachers send home a list. And then even on there, there's a note that said that if your child's going to do Valentine's, they need to do one for every single child. And did you know that um, – I don't know about your cub, but for my – two that are still in elementary school they don't make bags like in class anymore they send home a project to home to make a box yeah do you have to do that too yes i don't understand i'm like what happened to the the, plastic but the paper bags with you know yeah you just just decorated in class now they have to make it all super legit which walmart and all that stuff they sell they sell the boxes walmart but target I know for they sure sell the boxes. like these little cute boxes that already come with the pre-cut business. Yeah. It's but great. see, my youngest minion, oh, the fuck you're going to buy her pre-made anything. No, no, no. She needs to make it. And it needs to be like all the stickers, like every single heart 
sticker you can find. Are you sure she's not my daughter? I wonder sometimes <laughs> if she got mixed up somewhere because I think so like she sounds she's just like you. She has to draw a picture. Well, yeah, draw because you, you're an artist. Draw, yeah. She has to draw a picture that goes on the side. She has to write her name in pretty little handwriting that goes on the other side. And then she needs to s- just plaster the entire goddamn box <laughs> <laughs> with a million heart stickers. And my husband wonders why I have I have a tote that is as big as my, one of my children that is full of craft supplies because I have it's like these little projects that come home, Valentine's Day boxes and crap like that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just have the stuff. Yeah, there's and... always a project coming home from school and I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god, I am not Susie homemaker. I can't do this shit all the time." But you know what's so funny that you mentioned the the cards, right? So I remember as a kid also reading way too much into cards that said like what they said. <laughs> my kids do the same thing now. Cause like remember the little sayings that you make my heart beat or whatever stupid little one liner yeah. they had. My kids do the same thing even now. And I'm always like, it's not what it says. Like calm down. Oh, I always, always, always read way too much into those stupid cards. Like, you know, talk about setting up little girls for unrealistic expectations in life. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I feel like I'm not asking too much, though, for my husband to buy a damn card that's meaningful. But you do know my husband. He just doesn't do cards, right? Like, I think I told you that. Uh, I did know that. And our friend Arkin also does not like cards. Did you know this? She doesn't like cards. She's not a card person. I know you do. And I don't mind cards. Uh, My husband actually loves them. He gives me cards all the time, and it's really, really sweet. And he does. He writes a novel. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I I need that. He writes a novel to me. It's very sweet. So he doesn't just, you know, like buy me a card and just sign his name, like hoping that Hallmark got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Hoping that Hallmark knew exactly what his heart was meaning at that moment. He's like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I mean in life. No, like I like that my husband writes really heartfelt messages. But, you know, being a mom to a little boy. (laughs) <laughs> I review every fucking little bullshit card because I don't want any little girls getting any fucking ideas. All right. That's, that's hilarious, friend. They didn't mean anything when we were growing up and they don't mean anything now. I just don't need them to even look in his fucking direction. OK, so back off. That's all I'm saying. Like they don't need to be involved with him at all. Not right now. I'm not ready. <laughs> good luck with that. My little nephew is good looking. You're screwed. okay moving on (laughs) as an adult i don't know what happened i all of a sudden thought that valentine's day was just a waste uh for me i hate flowers i know i know um and like i said before i don't like crowds uh and i already have a holiday where people worship me let's be honest it's called my birthday so i don't need valentine's day damn it it's just not my jam i don't i don't need it i again the only thing i like about valentine's day is the little cupcakes and cookies and bullshit that show up at my work because everybody has decided that they need to eat every sweet in america that day i do appreciate that and i appreciate (laughs) the red and pink everywhere that's that's pretty much it i don't appreciate anything else you know, what I don't get about the day, though, is all the jewelry pushing. Ugh. Like, is it really the day for diamonds? I'm so confused. And I actually love getting flowers. I really do. But my husband doesn't like getting me flowers, especially not again, not on a date when he feels that he's being told to. He doesn't follow directions. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like no. being bossed around. <laughs> no, I know him very well. That is very true. <laughs> he, he, he's like, oh, the directions? 
toss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right not over. doing yeah. that. I'm going to nope. do my own thing. <laughs> There's extra pieces. That's okay. But yeah, I mean, as far as Jory goes, it's like, listen, Tiffany and Co. and fucking Pandora, you have all my money. So knock it the fuck <laughs> off already. That's true. All right. And I think flowers are pretty and all. Don't get me wrong. But I do not like the fact that when those beautiful flowers die, I am left with the disgusting swamp water and I got to clean it. Hard pass. Buy me cookies and chocolate covered strawberries and call it a day because I like things that I can eat. Obviously, I get happy at work when they bring all the little (laughs) fucking brownies. Oh, my God. Those brownies are so good. (laughs) And donuts. 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 We love donuts. We love donuts in case you didn't know. We love donuts. Yeah, Dan Pandora. I don't actually have any Tiffany and Company or Co. or whatever, uh, but I do love me some Pandora charms. But I'm pretty much sure my husband wouldn't know to even get me a Pandora charm. Like, I don't think he would know to do that. So I always buy them for myself. Fuck it. (laughs) Now, if we're talking cookies and chocolate-covered fruits, I'll just buy that shit for myself, too. Fuck that, too. I'll just buy it myself. Jesus. Uh, We're self-sufficient bitches. That's why. Yeah. That's why you just go to the store into Pandora and then you just buy it for yourself, and then you show it to him and say, "Honey, look what you bought for me. You're the best husband ever." Boom, love rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I should pick out my own cards too. I mean, he doesn't do cards like for any holiday, like at all. It drives me bonkers because I will go and pick the perfect cards for him and the kids, and he's like, "Why'd you get this?" And I'm like, "Because I'm expressing my feelings, fuckhead. That's why. Like, <laughs> why else would I be getting oh a card?" <laughs> Dead. Dead. I. Ferris just died. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> you really call him a fuckhead. That's really nice, friend. Not when the kids are around. Oh my gosh. Sometimes. I, can't, I cannot even with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I did celebrate this holiday, I think the best thing I could get as a gift to moi would be a chef, a home chef, to come and cook for me a nice meal for the two of us in our house. That the maid has just come and clean. Yes, that has to be in the, the dealio too. And um, that the chef would clean it all up too. And, you know, I could get down with that shit. That would be an amazing gift. Having a chef no. come cook for you. I know yeah. that they exist. No, they do. No, and I love that idea. Yeah, no, I would a great love idea. a meal cooked in my house for me. I mean, well, I mean, if someone took my kids away <laughs> while the nice <laughs> meal was being cooked... Because I really don't want to, like, try to enjoy my special dinner while World War Three with food flying across the table. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I think for me, I enjoy quiet dinners out. And unlike you, my hubs and I, I mean, we're pretty big steak eaters. I know you're not a meat eater. So we like finding steakhouses that are nice and dark, you know, because the ambiance is nice and dark and it has, you know, good food. I like that. Yeah, but on Valentine's Day, there is no such thing as a quiet dinner out. I mean, I suppose that's true, but that's also true on pretty much any weekend. But, and for me, with three fucking kids all doing something, the weekends are really my only free time. But there's also the sweetheart special running for Valentine's Day, too. So my inbox gets full of fucking spam. I'm like, ugh. Oh, I used to get those all the time. I used to get the ones from the melting pot. Ugh. Which they took away from me in Vegas. It's so sad. Oh, damn, dude. Now I want fondue. Me too. <laughs> What is it about that gooey cheese and that flaming hot chocolate thing? And then when they toast the marshmallow over it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Damn it. Now I'm hungry. Thanks. I know. I know. You're welcome. So that's (laughs) it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. A lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. 
and enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast and have squirrel moments through, email us at moms who say the f word at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook with our handle at moms who say the f word and remember if you can't say something nice and you have lots of squirrel moments Mm -hmm. come sit next to us absolutely don't forget (laughs) to tune in next week for a brand new episode and if you liked what you heard today please give us a five star rating because we're desperate just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we love you (laughs) Till then, these moms are fucking out. Mm